2: Welcome in everyone to this Monday, January 22nd edition of the Landry Football Podcast brought to you by Harry's at harrys.com for the best shaving experience of your life. Can't wait to tell you about our great folks that are partners with us here on this podcast. Going to break down the division around playoffs in the NFL. We're going to go. Go back and start to Houston, Baltimore, Green Bay, San Francisco, and obviously Detroit uh, and Kansas City winning on Sunday. We're going to kind of break them all down for you, give you some snapshots of what we uncovered when watching the game and then going back and reviewing the tape. But a reminder that you can get more detailed breakdowns of these games at landryfootball.com. In fact, you can get the early look at the conference championship games you can get begin to look at free agency the draft um, in college football recruiting transfer portal coaching searches uh in the nfl mainly now since college has slowed down we got it all for you at landryfootball.com take advantage of our holiday savings special yes we've extended the holiday savings special for you to take advantage of the best information in the world of football, from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be for the best football information, inside information and analysis, whether it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got you covered. Folks, you can try it out for a month. It's less than $10 a month. Try it out for six months. It's cheaper if you than it is trying out for a month keeper still is the 12-month package. The holiday savings special at LandryFootball.com. All year round, 12 months of football. Give a gift to yourself or to a loved one that's a football fan in your family. LandryFootball.com. So it was obviously an interesting weekend. I thought some really exciting games. Obviously, Baltimore second half against Houston taking control. But San Francisco, Green Bay, Packers missed some opportunities, but very good game. And Detroit beating Tampa, Uh, Kansas City beating Buffalo, close games. I've asked, just in a general sense, why is it so different than the first week? And I try to explain that the wild card round, you have some Cinderella's, you have some teams that maybe are not quite as good or not as good going into the playoffs due to circumstances, injuries, and whatnot. And you have some – look, Cinderella can live through the first round, the wild card round, but the slipper tends to come off in the divisional round, and that's what happens. If you look at the history of kind of the top seed versus the lower seed, uh, it's usually three and one. I mean, think about it. Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit, three and then Kansas City one. It's most – if you go back in the history – it's usually three and one on the divisional round. Go back years and years. Uh, there are times where it's been four and 0 oh, and been less times where it's two and two. Uh, we've never had a one and three, you know, type situation. Never been zero oh and four. Uh, I think we've had one one and three. So this is the round where you pretty much can expect the better teams because the better teams survive. The better teams got to buy for a reason. They're playing at home and things usually play out. Now, one of the things that typically happens is a slow start for said number one seed who were on a bye that first week. It has an impact. Lamar Jackson has received plenty of criticism for not being able to advance past the divisional round of the playoffs. That won't be the case anymore. He got off the monkey off his back with a blowout victory over the Texans. We certainly can put a lot of that to rest if he can win next week and lead the ravens into the super bowl and he would have to beat patrick mahomes that would be huge for him he had a terrific performance against the texans he dominated on the ground and through the air he misfired on just six occasions um two touchdowns he made just one bad throw that was a potential interception that was dropped when he threw in the end zone in the third quarter otherwise he was flawless he moved the change in critical situations he was even better as a runner He hit the century mark right on the nose. He did so in eleven scrambles. When he scored, uh, scored twice more on the ground. Um, this was a completely lopsided game in the second half. I thought that Baltimore looked better but didn't play better in the first half. The um, it was tied at ten. We kind of forget that thirty-four to ten. I mean, 24 to nothing second half score. Uh, The Texans scored on a punt return. And I'm not going to do like some people say, if you take that away, well, you can't take it away. That counts too. Baltimore, you know, would have likely, though, won 34 to 3. They outgained the Texans 352 to 213, and they averaged two more yards per play while winning the time of possession by about 15 minutes. In essence they dominated the game. They made mistakes. And this is what I always say. Mistakes can be the great equalizer. This kept the game at 10 at halftime when even though um, the Ravens were the dominant team. Uh, Stroud had no chance against this Baltimore pass rush. He uh, he had to throw the way, constantly throw the ball away prematurely, scramble outside the pocket, as the Ravens' front seven flooded the backfield. Stroud made some nice throws, including a third and 13 completion to Nico Collins, but that didn't um, didn't amount to any points. So it was a great performance by Baltimore, a dominating performance. The nighttime game, San Francisco, Green Bay, the 49ers were favored by double digits over the Packers, but they certainly did not play that way. Brock Purdy, should have been intercepted on multiple occasions. While the defense looked incapable of stopping the Packers at times, um, even Kyle Shanahan didn't have his best game. had some very questionable game management prior to halftime. And I think he was playing very conservatively. I think he played tight. He coached tight. The Packers led 21-14 after three quarters. Folks, they had their chances. They were very close. In fact, they were, you know, at that stage where, um, six minutes left If they were able to close that game out um, get a first down <clears throat> and get it down to about three minutes and kick a field goal up 10 they win the game
1: Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com
2: it's my little escape
1: now Judy's the life of the party
2: oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon
1: whoa take it easy Judy
0: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW group. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Instead, they couldn't get a first down. Had to try a field goal. Way too much time left. Missed the field goal. And then there we go. After the 49ers drew to within four, Green Bay had a chance to extend that lead back to seven. Uh, and uh, that's where the aforementioned missed field goal. Um, this gave San Francisco an opportunity to win on the next drive. And that's exactly what they did coming back for the first time, uh, when down by five or more points in the fourth quarter, uh, that, uh, since Kyle it has been there, Brandon, I made a big catch paving the way for a Christian McCaffrey touchdown backer still had time to tower, take the league, but Jordan love through a really bad pick. Uh, just throw the ball away. You got time. Run the football. You got time. Uh, you can't make that type of mistake. A young guy mistake that has grown and played well, but that was clearly a mistake. Uh, it, it was a shame because Love has played a really good game otherwise. He's 21 to 34 for 194, two touchdowns, but the two picks were pivotal. The other pick was a poor pass by um, uh, behind Tuppercraft. Um, you no, know, those were three bad passes to the end of the game. Uh, the third one was behind Aaron Jones on the third down. Still, out love outperformed Purdy. Uh, seems strange when you look at the turnovers. Uh, but Purdy made mistakes that weren't capitalized by Green Bay's defense. Uh, Green Bay's defense, in fact, dropped a pair of t- uh, interceptions. Purdy was 23-39, of 39, 252 touchdown. Um, not good conditions, was not comfortable the entire game with the gloves and the rain. Um, I think there was a was a big issue for him. McCaffrey, as he has been so often, was the hero of this game. He had a decisive score, second touchdown of the game. He rushed for 98 yards, two scores, um, 17 carries. Um, uh, he didn't have the – Aaron Jones had the most rushing yards on this game, 108 yards on 18 carries. It's the first game marked – the first time all season that the Packers lost a game in which Jones played. Um, at 100% capacity. The Packers also had the leading receiver in this contest. Um, That, once again, is Romeo Dobbs who reeled in four passes for 83 yards. Jaden Reed was really good. I mentioned that the Niners was going to have to be uh, leery of bringing extra pressure, which they don't normally do. They line up, play zone, and get home with four. Um, They couldn't really cover the Packer receivers all that well. The 49ers were were aided greatly by George Kittle. Caught four balls, 81 yards. Kittle was uh had an ugly drop in the fourth quarter. Ayuk uh, got a huge catch in the game. Uh Debo Samuel was knocked out more on that as we begin to break down um this game. Look, I, I'll say this. I thought the Packers had a great chance to win it. I thought in some ways they played better. Um, and I think the difference was that San Francisco's defense made a couple of plays on Jordan Love's bad passes, whereas the Packers' defense didn't do the same against Brock Purdy's bad passes. It was the difference in the game. You know, again, um, up by four, six minutes left, you got the ball in your hands, running the football. You've got to be able to look, you get that far, you got to finish, right? And the inability to get a first down. You get a first down, and this is what's so important. You're up by four, you're in San Francisco's territory. You get a first down, then you've got three plays. You're going to get it down to three and a half, 340 left in the game. Then you've got a chip shot field goal if you don't score a touchdown. Score a touchdown, the game's over. You have a chip shot field goal, then it puts a lot of pressure. Um, you don't have as much time for San Francisco. I don't think that San Francisco's in the same boat as a as a Buffalo or Kansas City uh, that can bring his team back in two minutes very, very quickly. Now, Brock Purdy did a great job. He led him on a game-winning drive. But having time on his side to be able to do it was pivotal. He did it, though. And so for all the criticism, deservingly so, for his poor play for the majority of the game – he stepped up big in that time. Now, has the comments become, oh, that's Joe Montana ass? That's, that's really overstating it. Um, I think they've got to play well and win around Brock Purdy, and I think that he's going to have to play better uh, in the conference championship game if they're going to beat Detroit at home, but certainly capable of it. Well, I tell you, when we're talking about championship-level performers, I want to tell you about my good friends at Harry's. You know, sometimes to get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who's also challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found their way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price. Of the other big brands exceptional products honest prices that's harry's it makes for a great shaving experience i tell you the it's a german engineered it's it's so comfortable uh it's sleek in its design uh it gives you a close shave uh the the blades are so good uh, it is better than any razor i've ever used and it is the german engineered blades made in their own factory that stays sharper longer. Customizable delivery options for a scheduled refills as low as two dollars. Folks, that's half of what you pay for the other big brands. I know I pay it. Get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash landry. That's harry's lower caps, h-a-r-r-y-s dot com forward slash. All caps, Landry, L-A-N-D-R-Y, richly lathered skin softening, body wash and scents like Redwood, Wildlands and Stone, extra strength, high quality, amazing smelling deodorant for just $5, plus hair and other grooming products that fit your unique look and needs. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. So don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Landry. That's harrys, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com lowercase forward slash all caps Landry, L-A-N-D-R-Y, for a $3 trial set. Can't recommend them.
0: plus
2: uh higher i mean they are just phenomenal well the early game the lions have basically been if not these stories certainly one of the stories uh at least from a uh, fan standpoint and the fact that they have had no success in playoffs in uh, such a long time uh, they played well close game against the rams and gut checked it and they did the same against the bucks expectations that the Lions would be playing Dallas in the second round of the playoffs. <clears throat> we know what happened there. That didn't know, didn't go because of Green Bay's upset over the Cowboys. Detroit was fortunate enough to host the divisional round battle over the Bucs. But despite the fact that they were six-point favorites, they were locked up in a tight battle in the third quarter. Dan Campbell made a mistake to not challenge Baker Mayfield being down on one play, and Tampa was able to score a touchdown on the next play to tie the game at 17. Jared Goff, however, Once again, came up big in the clutch with two touchdown drives uh, after that to put the game out of reach. Goff and Amal Ross-St. Brown connected on a crucial third and 15 to eventually set up the go-ahead score. Once the Lions went up two touchdowns, it was too much uh, of a deficit for Mayfield to overcome in a limited amount of time. With the victory, Troy heads to San Francisco. Goff was 30 of 43. 287 yards, two touchdowns. He took a bad sack on the third and one on, in one instance. But his stats also could have been better if it weren't for a deep drop at one point. Then again, he was lucky that a potential pick of his was dropped in the end zone. Regardless, golf came away with another playoff win. St. Brown paced the Lions and receiving with eight catches on 77 yards and a touchdown. He had a massive drop on third down. That would have moved the Lions into Bucks territory in the second quarter, but made up for it with a clutch reception on third and 15. Sam Porter was next on the stat sheet with nine for 65 yards. He played very well. David Montgomery also made what seemed like a costly mistake for the Lions. He committed a chop block to negate a pass of about 25 yards in the third quarter. Montgomery struggled to pick up anything on the ground. 33 yards, 10 carries. I'm really surprised that they didn't run the football better. Uh, The Bucs said, coaches told me that they were going to be able to slow down that run, and they did. Jameer Gibbs was far more effective, though. Didn't make the mistakes, dashed for 74 yards, the touchdown to help out this game uh, in a big way. I thought he opened it up with that big run. Um, He did this on just nine attempts. He also caught four passes for 40 receiving yards. Um, Gibbs is the playmaker at runner. Montgomery is the softener, and I think we saw that uh, again. Um, The Bucs had really to me, a surprising success running uh, with Rashad White. The Bucs don't run it well, and the Lions don't give up runs. Uh, But that was not the case here. White picked up 55 yards and just nine carries to go along with four receptions and 36 receiving yards and a touchdown. For whatever reason, the Bucs didn't bother to stick with the run. Instead, Mayfield aired it out on 41 occasions. They feel was great at times. He connected on 26 passes for 349, three touchdowns, two interceptions, including one desperate heave at the end. The other pick was tipped. Um, he played well. He took a couple of bad sacks to move his team out of field goal range, um, which he also did versus uh, the Eagles. Mike Evans had a big game. He caught eight of his 12 targets for a 147 and a touchdown. Kate Otten also scored. Chris Godwin came away with only four catches. Um, I thought the Bucs really played well down the stretch of the season. I give them a ton of credit. I didn't give them much of a shot. I didn't give anybody in the NFC South any credit or any chance of success. But it goes to show you even though you look bad in the regular season, get into the playoffs, you don't know what's gonna happen. Now look, the Bucks beat another struggling, well let's just call it a collapsing team in Philadelphia. And so let's not make it out to be more than it is, but um, they played Detroit very well and, and certainly had a chance. I, I thought Detroit was a better team. I thought they had the answer, but boy, they they sometimes, because of their style of play, it's a little closer um, play in, play out uh, than others. Just not as explosive of a team, but they're certainly good uh, at the line of scrimmage. <clears throat> Buffalo losing 27 24 the media narrative is well there goes the bills again they even missed the wide right again they just can't get it done in the playoffs or the super bowl again i get it if you want to look at the overall picture and the narrative of well they've been in this situation a bunch of times and they don't win that's fine but not in this game don't throw this game in my view In the same category. Oh, but they're at home. If not now, when? Uh, When is, quite frankly, when you have a healthier team. This defense was beaten up. We discussed the fact that um, in our preview on LandryFootball.com, how much better the Chiefs were because of the Bills' injuries on defense. The fact that they made this a game. I never felt at any point watching this game that the Bills were better than the Chiefs, not once. I thought the Chiefs were better, and I thought the fact that they had a chance to win at Buffalo, that is, it was because of Josh Allen. Um, We know down 27-24, they got in field goal range. Tyler Bass uh, had a 44-yard field goal to tie the game. Um, But, you know, this Chiefs team really outplayed them, and it wasn't for a mistake near the goal line, and Orderman fumble the ball out of the end zone. We're talking about a game that's a more decisive win in the Chiefs' favor. It was what it was. The Bills had a great chance to win it. Uh, you know, the mistakes that the Bills made, Josh Allen didn't miss a lot of throws. Um, you know, uh, there were a couple that you would look at and say, boy, but you know that's what people do is they point to the quarterback when he plays a great game and look at the couple of plays that could have been better and yeah, if it would have been different, maybe they win it. Um, you know, I I think he probably throws the winning touchdown. Well, we'll see because Kansas City could have come back again with we know how quickly they can come back, but they would have had the late go ahead touchdown if you know Chris Jones doesn't push him right in and and. Um, hurry a throw. I think that, you know, maybe he could have sensed the pressure a little bit quicker and slid, but you know, uh, sliding late would not have been the difference because the timing would have thrown that play off. But I thought he played great. I didn't think Josh Allen played well. I thought he played great. Uh, Diggs dropped a deep pass in the fourth quarter. James Cook dropped a touchdown in the opening half. Um, the coaching staff called a fake punt that was maybe a little aggressive, But remember, you tend to be aggressive and you tend to take chances when you know your defense can't hold up. I mean, you know, that's what it is. It's, it is is what it is. And, you know, people will criticize, well, it didn't work. You put your defense in harm's way. Yeah, you don't want your defense on the field. So you're trying to keep the ball and you try to win with what is your strength and that's your quarterback. It's going to sting for the bill. They, they were shorthanded defensively, but they, I thought, uh, played closer to their capabilities than even the Chiefs. Chiefs, played better than they have down the stretch of the year the drop passes in the playoffs were not not the same um look i mean i think it's we don't know what would have happened but we were probably all looking and hoping for a overtime because we could have had a shoot out there no question about it uh Allen and his receivers left plenty of points on the table especially in the fourth quarter um you know uh I thought he did a great job scrambling twelve times, seventy-two yards. Uh I thought Mahomes wasn't as dynamic as Allen, but was more efficient. Allen had had to press more. And Mahomes was more efficient. And, you know, he just missed on just six occasions, he had two touchdowns. He could have scored a third time, but McCall Harderman lost that fumble that I mentioned. Pacheco was the beast in this game, as he tends to be. He was just Shy of the 100-yard mark, 97 yards, touchdown, 15 carries. Gosh, you run so hard. Huge 29-yard run in the fourth quarter. Later iced the game with two powerful runs up the middle. Um, Buffalo's uh, injury-ravaged linebacking core had no chance to stop him. And that, to me, was the difference in the game, not the quarterback play. Travis Kelsey was the top playmaker on offense. He had – you know, look, he had countless drops from early in the season. He dominated again the Buffalo's linebackers that were woeful due to injuries. Kelsey caught five passes for 75 and two touchdowns. Marquez Valdez Scanley was next on the stat sheet, while well, rasheed Rice was a big disappointment with just four grabs for 47 yards. Dalton Kincaid had the most receiving yards for Buffalo. He had all five of his targets. Um, Caught for 45 yards. Shakir was next with seven receptions for 44 yards and a touchdown. He missed a bit of time with an injury, did Shakir, but eventually returned as for Diggs. He finished this year with yet another disappointing performance. Um, Three catches for 21 yards. Uh, Cook had the same exact receiving yards as Dick, but one more catch than Diggs. So, look, I mean, they left some plays on the field offensively. I'm not saying that the Bills were perfect on offense. I thought the Chiefs were more efficient. I thought the Bills pressed more. I thought they had to. I thought they needed to be more reliant on their offense with their defense being uh, very suspect with injuries. And I thought the Chiefs were the better team. Um, I I laugh when people say, well, but Mahomes hadn't won one on the road. Folks, he hasn't won on the road in the playoffs because they have earned the home field advantage all the time. That's because they're too good. And, oh, by the way, um, when you win two times in the Super Bowl, the road doesn't matter. That's not a factor. So uh, we're going to break down and uh, get you ready. We're going to get some early looks at the San Francisco-Detroit. Um, and then the first matchup, Baltimore-Kansas City. Uh, if you don't know the schedule by now, the 2 p.m. Central time, 3 p.m. Eastern time start on CBS. will be the Chiefs and Ravens. So the cold weather will maybe be mitigated uh, if there is going to be cold weather, and I'm sure it will. Uh, that'll be the early game. And then we'll see the nightcap in San Francisco, Detroit, and the Niners for the trip to the Super Bowl. So we'll break it all down for you at LandryFootball.com, which is why you want to come on board and take advantage of our holiday savings special that we still got going on, LandryFootball.com. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months. It's less than $10 a month to get the best information in football that you could possibly get inside information and analysis from a playing, coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. LandryFootball.com. Check it out today. You'll absolutely love it. Uh, also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, uh, before I head on out, want to remind you again to take advantage if you want to support this podcast. Uh, we encourage you to check out that great offer, a $3 offer trial set at harrys.com. And all you got to do is go to harrys.com forward slash Landry, all caps. That's lower caps, Harry's, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com forward slash Landry in all caps, capital L-A-N-D-R-Y. That's harrys.com slash Landry's for a $3 trial set. I love it. You'll love it as well. Appreciate you joining us. Talk to you again next time, everybody.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a
1: guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.